Episode 5 of the FT Community Cast. First, we want to thank everybody for listening and for their continue, for everyone's continued support. We have, of course, me. I'm Mike Finley. We have Joel Cannon. And we have What's up, guys? Patrick Murphy. Hey, hey. Patrick Murphy. I said, hey, we hey. Had, we had Patrick Murphy. There he is. We, had, <laughs> we, we have... Hello. We had Pat. <laughs> I can hear him fine on my end. <laughs> I think the internet is breaking. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be the first time, right? It's angry at me. No. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. angry at all of us, apparently. Yeah. But that's and then, of side course, note. we do have a special guest tonight, and our guest host tonight is Fred Provost, aka Flying Monkey. Hey guys! Welcome to the show. <laughs> I hurt my hands. <laughs> well, don't clap so hard. <laughs> well, oh, so, welcome aboard, Fred. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm excited that we're actually going to talk about something I'm, you know, probably going to be happy about instead of some of the ranting I've been doing lately. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, that's the idea <laughs> because it, it's been a rather heated week, um, which is why we're going to try and limit the amount we talk about the heated topic. Um, but we're excited to have you on, nonetheless. Well, thank you. <laughs> So, uh, well, guys, uh, uh, from a housekeeping perspective, uh, please keep liking us on the, on the social media. Uh, we're up to about 175 people on our page, so uh, the numbers are going up each and every week. And we uh, officially broke 5,000 uh, listens on all of our shows. Woo-hoo! So thank you guys so much for your continued support. Um, we look to uh, we look forward to the new year where we get to uh, bring the uh, podcast out to even more happy people in the flight test community. Absolutely, shiny so happy yeah, holding hand. Shiny happy people indeed. So uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's go start with Mike. I think that it deserves. Uh, since he was unfortunately unable to make it last show because he was in Beantown. So, Mike, what you been doing, buddy? Well, the last couple of weeks I haven't done much in RC, but uh, when I missed the show, I did get a chance to go to one of our uh, local, um, oh, what do you call them now? Uh, swap swap me. meet. Thank swap you. Meet. Good Lord. <laughs> it, just, it just left. I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm just reading the notes here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> As we're all now yeah, well, completely engaged you know. in those. <laughs> oh my! It's 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 been a week for everyone, I think. So, 
Yes, um, yes, it has. Yeah, I actually, I got me a wonderful little profile plane ready to fly for 80 bucks, which was, I mean, I, I've already made it. Matter of fact, the thing flies incredibly well. So I, really I happy like about it. that. Was, I have one just like it. It was awesome. I, I, oh, as, this as plane is great. I, yeah. Just a fantastic little flying airplane. So a lot of fun. Um, and then I bought another of P-51 Park Zone uh, little Mustangs. Uh, got it cheap as I don't know what. I mean, all I had to do is put a receiver in it and uh, take it out and fly huh. it, and it was 40 bucks. You wow. can't Space. beat that. Yeah, well, you did. You, you walked away as good as I did from Hobby King. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, that, that you know, I, I had one of these previous, and I'm telling you, what a fantastic little airplane. But they don't even yeah. make it anymore. So I was gonna say, is that was that the one one of the ones that was part of the Weekend Warbird series or no 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 is that am I getting confused with the high tech line? I think you're getting confused with the high tech line because this is the Park Zone, um, Horizon, uh, you know all their uh, park flyers. Oh, uh, got you. Yeah, okay. and yeah, that, this that, one has been discontinued, but I'm telling you that it is one fantastic flying little airplane. Um, so yeah, I'm really happy get that one because the last one I kind of flew it through a uh, evergreen tree and shredded it so uh, yeah yeah that, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we won't talk too much about that but anyway no. and then the last thing I got was a uh, FPV and a DVR screen for 50 bucks and it's got the receiver the DV everything in it fantastic little piece of kit I've already played with it uh, uh, with my nano FPV QX you know and uh, yeah yeah it, Pretty cool. Oh. That's great. Well, welcome to the fun of FPV. As I said, you know, I, I got into the FPV stuff just recently, and uh, it, dude, it's great, isn't it? Oh yeah. Well, I I got some uh, some fat sharks, but they're the older set that I bought at uh, Flight mm -hmm. Fest 2014. So, but I I kind of like screen a little better actually right now. So. Hmm. Yeah. Now, Interesting. Now I'm the opposite. I I like my goggles more than the screen, but the one thing that's great about the screen is community outreach. If I'm out somewhere and someone's mm. interested in what I'm doing, I just invite them over and let them see the screen. Absolutely. I like so, my goggles cool. the best because mine were free. <laughs> nice. Uh, there's a story there, isn't there? there? There is. There's a really nice guy that sent them to me in a really creepily wrapped package. I don't even That'd remember how I wrapped that. Uh, it was like... What was the movie with Brad Pitt and, and was it Morgan Freeman where in the end uh, they Seven. got uh, – Yeah, that's what made – it made me think of that movie. What you know, where the wife's head was in the box in the end. looked yeah, exactly like that package. <laughs> yeah. I, sure. I, I, I think I recall throwing some extra stuff in there. That's, that's the only thing I can remember, like an old sock or something. You know, bits and pieces of broken airplanes. <laughs> right. Yeah, dismembered airplane parts. It was terrifying. <laughs> Shouldn't that have been a subject for the Halloween show? Or uh, <laughs> we don't. Uh, we haven't had one of those yet. We were <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. No, let, uh, yeah, that's funny though. That is funny. All right, Pat. What about you? What have you been up to? Well. Uh, I've been up to a good bit, mostly uh, rebuilding stuff. Uh, yeah, well, what the heck happened to that uh, Stearman? What did you do? Oh, my goodness. Well, you'll, I'll have to give you the video uh, for this to put up on the, the page for this podcast, but uh, 
it's been it's been over a year now i yep. think uh, yeah 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 it's been a little over a year since i crashed it really really good and it was my favorite airplane. This thing, it was for Maxford USA, the 50-inch Stearman. Um, I got it probably four years ago on the on their Thanksgiving sale specials for $95. The, the airframe was $95, which is ridiculous because it's regularly $195. Um, and, I, and like I said, I love this airplane to death. It, it it's You'll see it... Uh, in 2014, Alex Vada made a uh, summer recap of, of flying, like video clips that he clipped together. It was really cool. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, I remember that. My steer in there a couple of times, and I think it was probably Eric flying it. Um, so we we were out at the uh, Bixler's farm, and it, it, which was a good time. They get together and fly with folks like every Thursday night, I guess, during the season. Um, but anyway, I was out back flying it, and I had gotten really comfortable with the thing, like cocky comfortable with it. And I screwed up, and I crashed it. Mm-hmm. I crashed it good. Yeah, so uh, I, into, uh, as we call little teeny tiny pieces. Little teeny yeah. pieces. And, but I got to say, uh, I'm piecing it together right now. It... And to this point, I have only had to add one little tiny new piece that I had to cut. So I am nice. gluing those little tiny pieces back together. It's like a jigsaw puzzle, and it's actually been really fun. Uh, and as we speak right now, as a matter of fact, right as you were asking me what I was up to, I just attached the last uh, independent piece of the fuselage. Now the fuselage is pretty much back in one piece, so I'm pretty proud. So what's of it going to take to cover it? It's been fun. Uh, covering. I need to order the blue covering. I don't have okay. any of that. I'm out of white covering, which, by the way, I need some for my uh, Super Cub too, because mm. you know yeah. there was an incident with that as well, uh, mm -hmm. and I haven't talked about that yet. So let's talk about that, baby. Uh, so. I'd made the Super Cub, the E-Flight Super Cub 25E, and oh my gosh, what a wonderful flying airplane. I was just, yeah, I was having a great time with it. It was out of my club field. It was last weekend. I guess it was last, was it last Sunday? Saturday or su Sunday. Um, Sunday afternoon. And it was like, it was 70 flipping degrees. So I'm out there. Yeah, welcome to Florida. Right. I'm out there in shorts and t-shirt, you know, hanging out with the guys, just having a great time. Uh, so I made it first flight, and it was awesome. I The landing that I pulled off on that first flight was perfect. I even got, like, a round of cheers from the folks sitting there watching. And then I took it out again a little bit later, and uh, it was flying great. I came down to do a low-speed, low-pass because this thing was just put around like I couldn't believe. The, the slow flight on this thing was amazing. So I come down and it, it it really as I look back at it in my look back at it in my brain, the whole thing is just in slow motion because you know I'm setting up the approach. I'm I'm on the downwind leg, so to speak, and then I turn base and, and I'm watching it drop in and everything's looking nice. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna bring this down. I'm just 
be off to the far side of the runway over to a little bit taller grass. And I'm just going to putt down, then I'm going to climb out. So turn final, and it comes down, and it's like probably four feet off the ground. And it's just putting along so beautiful and so slow. And then I advanced throttle to climb out. And when I did, the torque of the motor rolled the plane left. I oh, wow. automatically corrected to the right with aileron, and as soon as I did that, it stalled the wing. I, I should not have touched oh, the aileron. No. So she snapped back over, snap rolled to the right, and crunch right onto the nose. The dreaded so, tip stall. Oh, no. It was yeah. it was not <laughs> a tip stall. It was a <laughs> the wing stalled, Fred. <laughs> Tip stall the tip of the wing because we've stall. never gotten this on the podcast. And let me tell you, I am so tired of this term tip stall. Why do we say tip stall when all you're doing is stalling an airplane that has a nasty stall characteristic? I'm sorry it doesn't start at the root, it starts out at the tip. It's a wing stall. You're stalling it, you're not keeping the aircraft within the operational envelope. Period. End of story. Stop whining about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, yes, cups are notorious. So, you tip stalled the wing. <laughs> Continue. I hate you guys. <laughs> we love you too, Pat. Uh huh. So, yes. Just remember it, what we have stalled. on Pat. The wing stalled because if you're using aileron when you're right on the hairy edge of stalling a wing, what you do is you increase camber on one side, decrease it on the other. The side with the increased camber is going to increase the angle of attack, which is going to result in a quick stall and crunch. So that's what happened. Rip the uh, rip the nose off, the firewall off, busted it up pretty good, cracked. Uh, well, it, I won't say cracked, but, but there is a couple of glue joints that came unglued along the fuselage where the wing attached. Um, and it's all patched up now and just waiting for uh, me to order a little bit more. So I, I need to order a roll of white covering to, to patch up the covering where I peeled it back along the, the, the uh, turtle deck or whatever you call it, the fuselage, because there's a little indentation I wanted to check out, which turned out to only be a, uh, it was just a flaw in the wood. It wasn't from the accident or anything. So, uh, that's mm. all ready to go again. A- and after doing that, I got the inspiration to rebuild my spear- Steerman, which is coming on really, really well. Awesome. So that's what I've been up to. Yeah. I've been loving it, actually. Okay. Joel, awesome. what about you, buddy? Okay. Well, uh, so the. <laughs> The weekend after our last podcast, um, I actually ended up taking my father-in-law out to the flying field. Um, so he he's never been around remote control aircraft until I came along. Um, and he was interested in coming down. And so, you know, I just got the FPV gear all, all squared away on the quad. I've got the, the Quantum V2s up and running fully. And I was like, you know what, this is going to be perfect. I just want to do a couple of adjustments on the HMB before we go. So I'd taken the top plate off of the um, off of the HMB to do some adjustments in the nays, programmed the, the small, I wanted to increase the yaw because for some reason it has a little bit of a sluggish uh, yaw, yaw rate. So I put it back and I didn't bolt the top plate onto the um, HMB and I thought, okay, it should be fine just for a quick test hover and just to uh, rotate the um, rotate the 
you know, the the multi-rotor in kind of a level plane. So the top plate shouldn't move all that much. It'll be fine. So take mm -hmm. it out back behind where the townhouse is and set it in the grass and I throttle up and I throttle up. It begins to hover and it gets a little squirrely because, of course, the Naze 32 isn't secured down to the quad and it starts wigging out and it peels over and it starts, you know, tearing through the grass and destroying propellers. And as it's doing that, of course, the uh, signal wire to the throttle control of the Naze um, was disconnected by one of the whirling propellers. So as it does that, I think, oh crap, I hit the kill signal, and of course the kill signal doesn't make it to the quad because the wire that engages that signal was cut. Oh, so it no. thinks that it is in full throttle. So oh, as no. I am frantically trying to disconnect the battery, I got my first bite from my HMB, and I got three delightful gashes in my hand. Um, the scar is, thank, thank goodness, right now, actually, it's all healed, with the exception of, like, the big one. Um, it, there's still a, a little bit of a, a gash where that is, but I've got some uh, some good old scar cream and ointment that will get rid of these. Uh, but it, it's a decent-sized bite uh, from my first multi-rose bite, so not too shabby. Well, welcome uh, to the some basic. <laughs> yeah right so some basic cub scouting was in order and of course stopped the bleeding and gauze myself up and that didn't stop me from flying no sir um so instead i uh i buttoned myself up we patched up grabbed the quad threw it in the back of the car and of course too bloody windy again to bring out the raiden the winds here in central florida i don't know about you fred but the winds here have been diabolical lately um, and it's really annoying because I really want to get that plane in the air. Um, but anyway, the uh, so stuck that in and uh, flew the quad at the field with um, my father-in-law riding, uh, doing a ride-along in the new goggle set, and he absolutely loved it. Then it was my turn, and I had never flown FPV before. Uh, so I took it up a couple of times, and of course... Being as windy as it was, the quad kept kind of flying over my head as uh, I was uh, sitting there. So I was like, this is a little disconcerting because I know I should be moving in a forward direction and I'm not because, uh, you know, you got to get used to the camera angle facing upwards and moving forward and all of that fun stuff. So that was, that was highly, highly entertaining. Um, <laughs> and got to talk to a couple of the guys. One of the, we have a kid at our field. I don't know his name off the top of my head. I will try and get it and pop it in the show notes. He's got to be around 13 or 14 years old, but he flies um, 3D aerobatics like an absolute pro. Like this kid needs to get a spon become a sponsored pilot because he is just that good. Um, I know he already flies in competitions, but th he was flying around, um, I believe it's an extra 350, um, a little balsa, it was about 45 inch wingspan, and he was just tailing that thing around, hovering it on the prop. My father-in-law was just eating it up like it was the best thing on earth. He'd never seen anything like it. Um, he was watching another one of our guys who flies Patton uh, buzz around the field as well. It was just amazing. He got such a, a kick out of it, and he's asked to come back and do it again. Awesome. Um, so that was a really good experience. So we may even 
get him behind the controls. Um, I've got some video that I posted up on my Instagram, so I'll be sure to share that on the on the notes section. Mm-hmm. Um, and this week I've been uh, getting the DLG prepped and ready. Um, I finally got the Orange RX uh, module that I have talking with the receiver. Um, I've got it built in with a little 8-amp BEC, um, which is pulled off of the um, Taxumo that I ripped apart. Uh, to scavenge all the components of it um, so that was yeah that was really good um, I've got the uh, all of the servos trimmed out now I've added uh, Pat and I were talking about how to um, get the DLGs kind of prepped for uh, first flights and uh, yeah it, it's uh, going really well so uh, trying to finish that up this week um, also trying to finish the Explorer by the new year so Next year, I can go in with a nice size fleet of airplanes. Sounds like it. Awesome. Well, now next would be Fred. Fred, what you been up to there, buddy? Uh, I moved. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, I recently so, uh, moved. Yeah, yeah so I tell re- us about the, uh, the new place. I, I recently took a transfer of the place I'm working with and uh, relocated. And the new place has a rather large shed. It's about 20 by 25, maybe. Um, nice. Neat old building, lots of lots of old wood in it. And uh, I, I ended up having to take up the floor, redo that, put down some new plywood. But it's given me this great big workspace that, that uh, I'm keeping all of my workstations mobile. Nothing's mounted to the wall, so I can uh, pull everything away out to the center and push it back to the side if I need to keep an open center area. And uh, so I've been slowly working at trying to get that arranged so I can actually start working on some of the planes I've got stacked up. Uh, the house I was at previously, I was I was working out of a spare bedroom that was fairly small. And so my larger, which would be about a 40 to 60 size blow plane uh, aircraft, it kind of got stuck in the corner. I, I took off the wings, took the motors out because I was going to convert them to electric uh, and didn't really make a whole lot of progress with the small area I was working in. But this space here, I can pull out the big workstation set the table right in the center of the room, and I don't even have to move the airplane. I can move all the way around the table to, to have access anywhere I need to uh, to work on that aircraft now. Excellent. That's right. That Fantastic. almost sounds like how Adam Adam Savage has his workshop set up. So did, was that kind of like an inspiration it for is. your uh, idea? I listened, I listened to the Adam Savage, uh, you know, Still Untitled podcast, and they are a wealth of information. I love listening to that that podcast because they they come up with ideas like that quite often. I've got all the shelves I've been putting in are raised up off the floor. They're not you know they're mounted straight to the wall, not to the floor, so that I can tuck stuff underneath the shelves and pull it back out when I need it. Mm-hmm. Nice. No, absolutely. That yeah, I, I have to agree with you there, Fred, because I, I I listen to the tested stuff also. And you're 100% right. I mean, Adam Savage has an amazing, amazing workshop. Do you, have you watched any of his videos as well? Yeah, the, uh, like the one-day builds and stuff. And I, I love yeah, his, yeah. his toolbox solutions where he, he, he's been getting rid of toolboxes and he's been making stamps that all of his, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to move anything to get to anything type. Philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> one once the one thing that he suggested, which I thought was really interesting the other day, is he was talking about um, portable units uh, that he's been using for like workstations, and he said that um, 
like the airline tray tables that you get, like the airline. Um, well, it's the, food the roll carts they use for their food and the beverage. The roll carts, right? Yeah, the food. He has like five or six of those, fully decked out in all the different tool sets. I think that is such a great idea, and would fit so well in any kind of model aviation workshop. So I think that's a great idea. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, that's one of the things that I was excited about with this workspace is I can try implementing some of the ideas I've heard on the show. I, I would like anything this. else you've been up to. I have one of those myself. I'm thinking. <laughs> I wonder uh, how you go about acquiring a a airline food cart. eBay. I was going to say of eBay course. or um, uh, Craigslist as well. Yeah, it's uh, he goes into detail on how he gets a lot of the stuff he finds. He 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 says he buys a lot of stuff in like small bulk orders where. Um, he likes to put things on wheels. All of his all of his furniture or, or carts are on wheels, and he buys these really high end uh, coaster caster wheels that they uh, sell. Um, instead of paying five six bucks a pop like you would at Home Depot or Lowe's, he's getting you know these big bulk lots of like twenty bucks thirty bucks, and and uh, you know has a large supply. Hmm. That's a great idea, and Absolutely. then basically he all of all of his big big machines like the um, oh like the bandsaw and the lathe and all of that are kind of like fixed to the walls, but everything else is mobile, so he can bring it out as necessary. It, it's a great great solution. And one of the things he's recently gotten into a kick on is getting rid of drawers. He hates um, you know, he hates drawers. He says it's a place where things go to to disappear, and uh, so I've kind of taken that idea a little bit um while i while i i i still like my jars and i, I still use them um i've gone to uh harbor freight and picked some of these magnetic strips up and i set them down inside of my drawers where i can uh all my tools will magnetically attach so they're not rolling around loose inside of the drawer mm, cool. that's not a bad idea that's not a bad idea at all so if i have like loose drill bits and things like that or screwdrivers um, I'm able to, to line them up on this magnetic strip and it just keeps them from just shifting around all inside. That's a great idea. Yeah, rolling to the Very back cool. of the drawer where you can't get them. Yeah, and piling up and all of a sudden you can't find a single Phillips head and all there is is flatheads in there. Yep. Excellent. Cool. Well, that's really neat. Uh, great idea. I, I, I have to agree. I take a lot of this stuff from Tested as well and um, a lot of the one-day builds or like because of the the scratch building stuff, I've been keeping track of what they've been doing with um, a lot of the scale stuff because they got some great like scale techniques, weathering techniques, um, that kind of thing. So for the scale community, it's a great resource to kind of catch up and see what what other people are doing out there. That and that's why I said the other week um, that I frequent the RPF, the real prop forum. Yeah, the replica um, for prop for that form. exact reason. Yep, replica prop. Right, that's what I meant. Replica prop form uh, for that reason too. Just because there are so many great techniques that can be kind of transitioned from one thing to another. Oh, it's great. I mean, and the other guys on the show, you know, tend to forget about them because of you know, Ab and all. But the, uh, you know, they're coming from a maker background, and so the whole, no matter what it is you're making. In our case, we're making airplanes out of foam and and wood. Um, and, and in some of these cases, we're making really scale-looking aircraft that, that a lot of the suggestions and tips that they have on that show easily translates to what we're doing. Excellent. Fair yeah, I think I'm going to have to um, follow those guys a little closer, I guess. 
Yeah, it, it's great because they're on YouTube. They're on. Uh, they got two podcasts, and we'll link them here in the show notes as well. Um, both tested um, the show does a podcast. Uh, they actually had some comments regarding the FAA thing this week, so it's interesting to kind of hear their perspective on it as well. Um, and also, uh, this is it's called that podcast is called This Is Only a Test. Um, and then the other one, which uh, Fred was referring to, is called um, Still Untitled, The Adam Savage Project. And it has been running, correct me if I'm wrong, about three years yeah, right now. Yeah, got a whole pile of uh, episodes to listen to. Wow. And, and they're snippets. They're like half an hour uh, sound bites, all about um, different aspects. And if you're into like movies and that kind of thing, they, they do... Uh, a lot of breaking down in that as well, so that it, it's neat. It's a great little uh, podcast well, it probably, to listen to. Probably the thing I get the biggest kick out of is, uh, you know, Adam telling stories from his childhood. He he, it sounds like something that should be a cartoon show. It's kind of like Phineas and Ferb <laughs> and Calvin Hobbes yes. together. <laughs> yes, <laughs> totally agree. Totally agree. Oh, it's great. So, um, so Fred, have you been doing anything? Have you been able to fly since you've been at the new place? Have you found a new flying location yet? What, what's going on with that? Uh, actually, uh, no to the first, yes for the second, maybe. Um, I, uh, I, I, my new boss was tell he was excited because he found out I, I liked my RC airplanes, and a friend of his uh, is his property borders a flying field. And he says that there's all sorts of airplanes left in the trees there that you know I'm welcome to. Uh, but uh, so oh, I found nice. out, <laughs> I got the address to where this this flying field was. Went over there and and it was you know tumbleweeds rolling down the, the runway. So I, I took a piece of tape and taped it up to the uh, old frequency board. And it was really a neat system. I mean, you could tell they obviously used to have a lot of members that were active at this place because it it was a uh, it was this kind of like box on a spinning wheel. That you would be able to rotate four different sides of this uh, frequency board holder, and uh, for the people that that didn't fly the old seventy-two megahertz, the frequency board was this device at the flying field, so that you could uh, claim a certain frequency with, and that way you weren't accidentally uh, transmitting on someone else's channel. Because back then mm-hmm. it's kind of like FPV now, where you could turn on your you know control transmitter and accidentally knock someone else out of the air. Um, yep. So. Mm-hmm. I left my name and number on that, and uh, I got a phone call, you know, within a, a week or so, from a friend of mine that I used to fly with at my old place. He, 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 that's that's a field he travels to fly at, and uh, he recognized my name and number and gave me a call. Well, wow, that's, awesome. that's really neat. Now I have that's really cool. I haven't had a chance to go over and fly there yet. In fact, the uh, the guy that kind of does the uh, the point of contact for the field uh, called me. And and I kind of had to apologize because I said, you know, I, I'm kind of waiting to see how this plays out because I know um, they're an AMA field or they use AMA for their for their um, requirement for membership. And uh, with the the stuff we're not going to talk about tonight uh, being so uh, controversial, I'm I'm, I'm kind of waiting to see how some of that plays out, whether or not I'm going to renew my AMA. Uh, and and I didn't want to mm-hmm. waste his time if I didn't renew my AMA and then you know. Sign up and join join a club that you know I'm not going to be eligible to fly at, you know, yep. much longer. No, that's that's really interesting. No, so, Fred, that, that, it, uh, go for it. Uh, yeah, um, since we're not talking about this, but we're going yeah. to anyway. Uh, what would it take for you to renew your AMA at this point? 
good question. I, I'm, I'm watching closely the new development with the AMA where they're telling us not to, um, not to comply with the FAA's demands on registration at this time. If it's just posturing, I, I, I won't bother end up doing anything with my AMA membership. But if it, if they actually get some results, it's actually beneficial to RC as a whole, not just to AMA members. Uh, I think it maybe be someone worth backing again. Okay. Hmm. That's a good way of looking at it, too. Um, uh, did anyone, just out of curiosity, did anyone um, during the time that the AMA was offering the two, like it was the year and a half, like pay now and you get the end of the year plus the whole of 2016? Yeah, did I didn't, I didn't jump that? on that. Oh, no. No, I did. Uh, <laughs> so I'm a member through 16. So I, I am stuck. <laughs> well, I, I was kind of suspicious well, it, about that. It seemed, it seemed kind of weird that, you know, A, they're jacking up the prices, and then B, they're, they're giving you this, you know, opportunity to uh, lock in the old price, you know, which just, it just seemed weird to me. Yeah, not, Fred not, has a lot I mean, of theories. It, yeah, I'm, it I'm is weird. The guy on stuff like that. It's it's just as weird as the FAA saying that uh, register now will give you your five bucks back. Yeah, no, I agree. So, well, as as we have all said, we'll we'll try and avoid talking as much about the FAA as we can. We just wanted to bring everyone up to speed with the fact that the AMA, for those of us who are members who are continuing membership through 2016, um, that we have been recommended by the AMA not to go ahead and register with the FAA at this time, um, pursuing the idea that um, the... FAA has no grounds for um, creating laws because that goes against Congress being the only body um, as well as the Senate to uh, be able to, well, uh, any any office of, um, of Washington, whether it be the Supreme Court, the presidency, or uh, the White House, um, to uh, write laws. So this would basically set the precedent that any government body can create law. Um, well, we see how that's working out. Right, yeah. and the uh, the AMA have figured that out, and that's the angle that they're they're pursuing. So uh, we just wanted to get everybody up to speed um, on that. We, as we said, we we kind of want to avoid it because we want to make this a, a really fun show. And since we got Fred on the podcast, and it's the uh, week before Christmas, we've got some really fun stuff that we can talk about. Yeah, I, I um, like fun stuff. We got to talk about the other thing we did. Yeah, go for it, please. Oh, you're gonna let me talk about it? <laughs> yeah, because you, 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 you had a very special part to play that I, I, no one I, else is gonna hear. But I don't remember all of it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. You can speak on it at the very least. Okay, go for it. So, Pat. so just so that nobody thinks that we're totally dismissing this uh, FAA thing, and we're being like, I don't know, uh, like. Inside Edition or one of those fluff news organizations. We we have tackled the hard issues and we have come together and we have discussed and we have opined at great length with several people. And uh, that will be a separate podcast that will be released at some point when our technical master, Joel, uh, brings it all together. Hopefully tomorrow. Um, but yeah, Pat, Pat's right. Um 
That show is actually going to be not hosted through the regular channel. It's going to be privately hosted with a password. Um, and the reason being is because this, this particular one is the unabridged version of the podcast. So it is literally <laughs> not a Skype call. Not completely a, a rambling mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Exactly. It, there's, there's minimal editing. There is a small portion of the show that we have decided as a group to edit out uh, in order to protect a certain member of our group, <laughs> Patrick. Um, <laughs> and um, the, we, we will be putting that show out um, with the super secret clue to the super secret password to the audience that if they so choose to figure out the clue and get the password correct, that they may enjoy the additional content of the show. But, um, but the other thing who... you have to keep in mind, Joel, please don't forget this. Yes. This is not going to be a PG-13. I mean, it's a little higher than that, I think. Uh, it's in between R and PG-13. Mm. There were PG. three There were three um, foul language um, instances throughout the show. So, How, how many of those were me? Are... All of yes. them. Yes. <laughs> 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 um, so yes, if if you are a younger member of our audience, we very very much thank you for your continued support. However, it is up to your parent or guardian to allow you access to that show, um, because we we as a podcasting group have. Recommend, recommended to our uh, our better judgment that it would be best to keep that away from our regularly scheduled podcasts. Yeah. Um, and this is not going to be the last time that we'll do one of these kind of extra FTCC extra shows. Um, we'll do um, several of them uh, as time kind of moves forward. But uh, again, it's it's more for the fun. If topics like this come up in the future, we want to be able to have an avenue um, to provide extra content for everybody. So that's kind of our way of doing it. The bottom line is this is a very passionate subject, I think, with among all of us. And sometimes when we're passionate, we say things that we would not necessarily say in a public environment. Yep. So that's where that information can be found. So uh, I think because everyone was really upset that I did Mike's portion of the show last week. So Mike... <laughs> Who was upset? I'm handing it over to you, buddy. No, no one. I'm just saying. I didn't. I don't. I. I was. I was saddened by it because it's Mike's thing. It's Mike's thing. I shouldn't be taking the reins on it. I yeah. missed you, Mike. Somebody had to. I was in yeah, Boston. Yeah, we 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 all we all missed there. you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, right. Chicago fog. That's Fred's hometown. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not. You know, podcast exactly, but David Mack, one of the volunteers from Flight Fest two years in a row, was uh, uh, he's he's up there in Boston. Oh, he's David's really a good I guy. Wish I'd have known that I would have called him. David's a great yeah. guy, super nice guy. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So we so met I guess we want to talk about our. Yeah. I'm sorry. We met him at Flight Fest 2014. Yes, we did. He was our camping neighbor. Yep. Me and Asbjorn. Yep. Mikey, you're up. All there, right. Buddy. Well, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and try to get through this as quickly as possible because I am so surprised at the amount of new members that have uh, joined into the forums at Flight Test. 
since December 10th. And I'm going to try to get through these as quick as I can. So let's start out with, uh, and surprisingly enough, they're even in alphabetical order. Figure out how I did that, guys. <laughs> oh, wow. So, okay, first we got Anko, A-N-T-K-O. Then we have Bobby Z. Then we have Bob K. Boldfin, Cam, Seong. It's C-E-O-N-G. Not sure if that's said correctly, but oh, well. Um, <laughs> C.W. Young, Duke878, Dumb Thumb SRC, uh, Ed Varum from the couch, Gellings. That's how I like to fly. From the, yeah, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it from the couch. So, special shout out to him, to right? Yeah, from all of us. Yeah, yes. exactly. Uh, Gellings. And then uh, Heelman Brian, Hazi 14, J A Hess, J Mew, J A M I E W. I'm not sure how to say that one either. Um, and then J M T A 94, either J Scully or J S Cully. I'm not sure which. Um, K 37 Chup, Mike underscore DRZ MTU Flyer Mystic Bow M I Flying Nitro to Go <laughs> Overlander Racer Johnny R A N S T four O three eight. Yep, I I hear you. Man, there's a lot of people on. Um Racer Johnny R A S R A N S T forty thirty eight. R-B-S-N-C. Whoa, stop right there. Stop right there. Go back. Okay. R-A-N-S-D-4038. He's from York, yep. Pennsylvania, right where I live. Yes, Yay. he is. I saw I saw him yes. quickly speak. Yes. Uh, R-B-S-N-C. Resolution. South Florida R-C. Swallow. Hey. Tech S-G-I-N. Uh, Uben two super user, <laughs> whatever that is. Okay, yeah, Uben's super user, man. U N G A Bungus and We Nuts. A wong, I, and I think that one was a Wonga Bungus. <laughs> well, I wasn't even gonna attempt it, dude. <laughs> I, I guess I, uh. You, you bumped to as a, a uh, OS for PC, tablets, phones, and cloud. Well, there you go. Uh, oh, well, there you go. Well, that, but I, I, I do want to say welcome to all the new members. Uh, and again, this is only from the 10th of December. And every one of these has at least one post on the forums. And we want to welcome you guys and hope you continue to support the forums. And just have a great time, guys. And speaking of the forums, so, uh, Fred, yes. now it's all about you, buddy. <laughs> oh, so, oh, no, no uh, so since this is kind of like a, a rebirth of, uh, of the forum show, um, tell, so where did you get your start with flight, uh, flight test? I'm sorry. We'll start with flight test. We'll get to flight fest later on. 
Yeah, let, how did you become involved with Flight Fest? How did you weasel your way? Oh, weasel. Uh, how did you weasel Flight your test, way test, into test their the good team. graces and all that good stuff? All right, well, well, long time ago, uh, frequently surfing far the away. internet looking for new and interesting FPV videos. Uh, I found some, some stuff put together by a guy. He's out flying FPV up, you know, at the edge of clouds and, and just really just gorgeous, better looking uh, video work than anything I'd seen elsewhere. And uh, and uh, through looking at, through other stuff he had put out there, I, I'd seen he had had this logo for something called Flight Test. And it was the um, it was the E-Flight uh, Mini Ultra Stick silhouette was the original logo. And uh, I, I contacted the guy and said, hey, listen, I'd like to see more of this. Do you have more stuff? This this looks great. I want I want more. And he's funny you should ask about that. I, I, uh, I'm actually putting together a show, he says. And it turns out it's Chad, Chad Capper, um, the creator of Flight Test. And uh, so, you know, I, I kind of found it before it was out there. And, uh, you know, of course, the, the, the uh, first episode comes out with the, the tail of the um, – um, was it was it was it Taylor Craft was the first Wildcat? It was either the Wildcat, 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 Wildcat. Wildcat. Yeah, Wildcat. Um, Wasn't it the Wildcat? The, mm-hmm. No, the, the irony is, I, the Taylor Craft. I I bought one. It was two or three episodes in for the Taylor Craft, and and it's still in the box. So I kind of have a building record of like Patrick. Um, hey, but yeah, I start like, plenty of projects. It's finishing them that he. I've taken it out of the box, looked at it back in <laughs> the box a few times. Um, but yeah, so no, I, I, I kind of got involved there. In fact, I, I got a nice little shout out from them on the, uh, their first, um, you know, community update where they, they went through and read some of the postings on the forums and, uh, you know, Chad, Chad brought me in and had me help out with, uh, getting some, you know, publicity for the show on the forums and, and, uh, trying to get the information out there to people to get them, you know, so they could learn about flat test. Okay. That's very cool. So you you basically started right very from the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. I latched on as, as you know. I, I lucked into it right off the bat. That's yeah. That's awesome. So uh, that that got you quickly promoted to flight test forum moderator. Well, yeah, Dictator that was something pushing with uh, with with um, Chad because you know he's trying to promote the. Uh, the, the show on places like RC groups and well those guys are somewhat dependent on commercial revenue if you're advertising on their site they're going to hit you up eventually for uh, some money so I said hey listen you know you've got a good following in the forums you've got a good number of people why don't you come up with your own forum and uh, and you know go from there and, and you know it's a little bit hesitant to do it because you know Trying to, to you know, I mean, there was a financial investment on their end to get that started and going and, and getting a web person to put together. Um, but, you know, I reached out, contacted a few people, got some guys to help with the moderating, and uh, fortunately, really didn't need it. it it's if, um, in all my experience with other forums, you know, even I've been dinged. I, I, I've been the guy that's gotten in trouble with moderators more than once. We'll, we'll uh, talk about what, but, uh, you know, the, uh, the flight test forums. I think we've had to, to actually ban maybe two, three people for not being able to behave. Everyone else has just been phenomenal. They 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 just play well with each other. It that is an incredible record. I have to say that that out of yes. how many years, Fred, has this existed? I think it's four it, or five now. At least five, and maybe it's even five. 
close at to least that. five. Yeah. Um, and we've only had you've only had to ban two people. That's incredible. Might have been three. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's and and it's it's you know that's just a testament to the type of people that flight test attracts and and that, exactly you know, and, and the community themselves you know bring in and want to be have around them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We we are uh, for an online community. I think a very tight knit community, and we don't we don't want nonsense. We we just want people to come on. We don't care what you have to contribute. Uh, if you're coming here to gain knowledge, great. If you're coming here with knowledge, awesome. But all we want is just be cool, man. Just be cool. Have a good time. Be friendly to people, and that's all. That's it. That's all it takes. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I, I would definitely say be curious as well because the, it's yeah, the curiosity it, driver as well. I think the key thing it with must. it is too, um, everybody that's that's on the forum, a lot of people that are there are there from the point of being beginners. A lot of people came in as beginners. Mm-hmm. And yep, so I can attest to that. They they got in there learning how to do it because of other people and as they grew in the hobby they were interested in teaching other people and helping other people build up. Unlike some of these other groups where, where they get in there, get real clicky, and they don't want new people or they get real aggravated at new people because they forget being new themselves. Uh, you know, And it's been kind of interesting seeing the people that, you know, starting out, that were these just complete novices and in the, in the time that, that you know, the flight test forums have been around have turned around to become the mentors and the, the people leading the way on, on some really interesting techniques and, and flight designs and and flying skills. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I have to agree with that wholeheartedly because, you know, I, I started investigating the hobby in July of 2014. Um, and I was hooked right away by flight test and the community and the, the positivity that it put out and the type of members that were, on the forum, uh, it's just amazing what we've been able to generate, and uh, I have to give a huge amount of credit to the flight test team for for creating an environment for that kind of thing to occur. Now, now, so the uh, go for it. <laughs> the other thing too is I, I I've taken a different approach when I have had to talk to people behind the scenes about their behavior. In fact, uh, final glide, final glide, um, Oss, the uh, Chad, the uh, guy doing a lot of that FPV flying now. Uh, yeah, I met him because he was he was doing a little bit of trolling, and uh, I, Patrick, are you working on your airplane? Pat, are you are you are you <laughs> filing? <laughs> really? Did yeah. you hear that? Damn Mute, it! Yes. Mute your microphone if you're gonna be sending. Oh my what? god! Every time, dude, we tell you every time. Quit doing stuff <sighs> in the workshop while we are recording the show. Don't dog. understand how my brain works. Okay, it I'm going to have oral. to send you. I'm going to send you a Rubik's cube. You guys should do, really kick me recording. off of this whole thing. <laughs> not, not happening. <laughs> I'm you sitting at my workbench. There is a stairman in front of me. I've just attached the last separate piece to the fuselage, and it's right there. And I've got all the stuff right here. How can I not do stuff with it? No, Patrick. Do you have a way to cover no. it up? Hey, Patrick. You can go up to the little, uh, the little icon what? on the screen and hit the mute button until you're ready to talk. And then you can leave oh, it muted. No, no, I'm not going to do that. No. Well, <laughs> I'll try to control no myself. 
<laughs> anyway, Fred, I'm so sorry. Continue so, so anyways, that for, for all of so, us, please. So, so there's Chanova. He, uh, he's, he's, uh, you know, I, I contact him and say, listen, man, I, I, I've, I've been there. I've, I've done the trolling myself. And, uh, you know, it's just not what we do here. And he was so cool about it. The guy was awesome. He's like, yeah, yep, you busted me. That's what I was doing. Uh, he he's been a great member since. He's been a, an excellent contributor, and, and now he's one of the guys on the Road to Riot show. And uh, so yeah, it's it's you know, I, I learned a lot from uh, other forums and and how things were handled there. And I, I just want to try to do things a little differently here at Flight Test and uh, and the other forum moderators. You, you see it in their way they reach out to people too. And and it's just it's been a great community. I've been real happy to work with it. That's really good. And so. Fred, you've been a forum moderator for a little bit, so uh, you've ha- you've had some experience in volunteering and volunteer recruitment. So, what what allowed you to kind of become that icon for Flight Fest when it surfaced in twenty fourteen? Oh well, that was actually kind of funny. Um, they originally had invited me up, kind of as an honorary position. They wanted me to do some MC work for them, and. Uh, as, you know, I, I, I'm not a big fan of being out in front of the, the, the crowd there. I, I, uh, I, I like to play the behind-the-scenes stuff quite a bit. And so uh, I, I realized that they had um, nobody directing the volunteers. And I know how Austin is just – I mean, that guy works real hard, and he stays busy trying to keep up with what he's got going on. I said, hey, would it help if I, I ran the volunteer side of things? And uh, I'm not sure they – quite honest how many volunteers it would take to to run flight fest the way it needed it and uh so yeah they're like yeah go ahead do that and uh, i don't know we had 20 30 volunteers signed up the first year um and then recruited quite a bit of people you know on site and uh they kind of insisted i did it again last year and so (laughs) we we uh we had a a better showing of people because i learned a little bit from the first one um, I, I've worked organizing volunteers um, in my my job, but this was quite a bit different. And uh, so, took some of the stuff I learned the previous year, applied it to the second year, uh, and a lot of those plans kind of went out the window. Uh, the rain <laughs> and the yeah. mud and the stuck vehicles kind of, you know, played a, a part right. in the, and, the whole and, thing. And uh, you know, being one of the guys there on site in volunteering, you took a lot of heat for that and uh people uh, you and i have always for whatever reason jab back and forth at each other because you know if we didn't we we wouldn't like each other but it was really uh i I gotta say man it it, i really i don't know what i would have done if i were in your position and taking some of the heat that you took from folks um i'm not so sure I would have handled it as well as you did. And it really, really bothered me to, to see you being stressed out like that, because despite what, what I really want people to think, I do like you. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll get into my, why you're an a-hole story later, but uh, it's a pretty good one. I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't tell it on here. I don't know, but man, Fred, you just, you, that was brilliant. And, and I'll never forgive you for it. But, uh, yeah, you, you took an undue amount of heat for, for what the position was, I feel. And well, I, felt really, I felt really bad for you, man. And, you know, it's, I, I, it probably looked worse from the outside than it was. Um, 
you know, I, I've done customer service quite a bit in my, my career. And so, I mean, you do got to understand that you're going to be the person that's taken the uh, frustration on the chin. And, and I can't even say I took that much. The poor guys down there directing traffic and trying to do the parking, they, they, they were getting quite a bit of heat. Uh, and, you know, Steve and the guys down there that, that and they talk about handling stress well, they did a lot better than I did. I, I got a little frustrated a couple of times that week. Uh, but, um, yeah, so and but in the end, I think a lot of the people, you know, finally realized what what we're doing the best we could, and that was the big thing. Once we had a plan in place to be able to, um, you know, make up for the fact that we were, you know, tight for parking, and and once we implemented the the offsite parking and started rounding up people and taking them back and forth, I think we saw a big change in people's moods. And then of course, when the weather improved, that that made a big difference. But uh, right. yeah, I I. Uh, I appreciate the credit, but the credit needs to go to where it belongs, and that's the guys that are out there. Actually, just you know, the volunteers out there that that were just working all day long and 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 in the rain and in the sun and and you know, st- walking through the mud back and forth trying to get the stuff done that need to be done. Um, you know, I can't take credit for what they were doing. Uh, it's uh, they they were phenomenal. Well, uh, your, organization, your organizational skills were pretty pretty darn good, bud. They were pretty good. Um, you, I, I was impressed, yeah. dude. I was absolutely impressed, and I was also impressed with the amount and just the people in general. I mean, oh, that was, I mean, the, it was great. Um, the, some of the, the, the highlights was like the, uh, there was this, one of the things that, that you, you notice when you're working the check-in area, the registration area, is how mm-hmm. many of the people that are showing up, the adults that were there, they weren't there to fly. Moms, dads, right. you know, single parents were showing up with their kids because the kid wanted to be there. You know, right. so yep. 8, 10, 12, 15 years old, that kid goes off. He's going to do his thing. Mom, dad doesn't have anything to do now. So they're pitching in. We had, we had the parents were going out and saying, hey, what can we do? And so, yep. uh, you know, we had, you know, they were down directing traffic. They were checking people in. They were out walking the flight line. You know, they, they don't know anything about the hobby, but they, they said, hey, I can direct traffic. I, 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 can, I can work the register and, and, you know, swipe a credit card. Uh, you know, and so that was amazing. The number of people that, you know, last minute that just, you know, hey, what can I do to help? That was, that was awesome. Yep. Right. That's uh, amazing. And honestly, Mike, I, I don't want to speak for you, but, but I think I, I can in this case. That kind of environment is exactly what's inspired the FT community podcast because it's been for me being at FTFF 2014 and 2015 just seeing the people there and what they did and the 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 wonderful folks it just is heartwarming and we kind of wanted to give something back that Pat, you're exactly right. I mean, one of the reasons why, and I, and I know Fred that you, you know, you and Ryan and and uh, I think Dan Cruz actually started the original, um, for lack of a better, community cast. Um, only it really, I don't, I don't know if it was just lack of time or or whatever. Yeah, it's that, just, uh, it was hard to get everybody coordinated, and we were working with some pretty rough equipment, so the sound quality just wasn't there. And uh, I, I, I keep I keep putting a lot of irons in the fire. Uh, staying busy with stuff, so, so sure, uh, yeah. I just I couldn't commit to it, uh, and, and the other sure. guys, you know, understood, and it just kind of separated. Sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, but but the reason why that I I started talking about it, and I'll I'll tell you kind of how it, it come about. 
um, at Flight Fest 2015, before we ever went there, um, I talked to Pat and really wanted to do a video about what it was like to be there and have like these little first side chats and stuff like that. And it just, you know, Pat and I were just super excited about it. I actually talked to uh, Eric Monroe and asked him to help. And then of course the weather happened and it just didn't work out. You know, there was a lot of other things that happened and it just didn't work out. And then after just, as, 15, as a volunteer, there's just too much to be done. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. So I couldn't do it. And, really kind of felt bad about it but i knew i wanted to do something because the community is just so giving and you know that's one of the reasons why i'm still around you know flight test and the community and and the forums and everything else now i know i don't post a lot in the forums but uh do read them a lot and this community is just so fantastic and i really wanted to give something back and i thought man what a better way to do it than to give the community a voice themselves, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and, and that's kind of why I, I talked to Patrick and talked to Joel about this. Um, and we kind of started it and now I, I don't know that I can quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to agree. Yeah, no, totally. And what was, I, and I think another big kind of salt to everything was, Kind of the story how Fred and I met as well. So, uh, Fred, I think you you had a we, we had a pretty good time at uh, Mudfest here in uh, Central Florida. Yeah, it, you, you can go ahead and tell that story. Well, and, and it's kind of ironic because you know uh, I went down to the Central Florida FPV meet they had last uh, spring, and uh, it was just a muddy disaster. It, it's it was out in this this farm field. And there was one road in, and then the rest of the ground was just bog mud, and it was just it's this this total you know organizational disaster. But the people were great. Everybody, the uh, you know flight test showed up, and I, I kind of gave them a, a call ahead of time. Said, "Hey guys, before you get here, buy rubber boots." And they were kind of confused by that. I said, trust me, you'll appreciate it when you get here. And so they show up. Everyone's got rubber boots. And all the other people there are just stomping around in muddy sneakers were eyeballing them kind of jealously uh, to the point that um, if, you, if you're familiar with the Stone Blue guys, uh, <laughs> we made a field trip up to Walmart. And, uh, you know, the guys purchased rubber boots at Walmart, cleaned them out. Uh, there's a there's a picture floating around online somewhere of uh, one, I have it, Fred. Don't worry. One of the blue guys with his foot in the sink at the Walmart uh, bathroom, washing the mud off his feet so he could put the new shoes on. Uh, <laughs> wasn't that Jeremiah? That was Jeremiah, wasn't it? <laughs> so uh, oh, yeah, um, but yeah, that's uh, what an awesome crew. In fact, uh, Joel, I think you met me while I was I was uh, supporting their uh, booth. Yes, that's exactly right. So oh, when he um, was selling everything for ten dollars, five, five. Yeah, so everything was five bucks. Five dollars. Yeah, oh, it was five. five it, that that video was actually filmed, I think, the day before. Um, I got that. So it, my my story for this comes in uh, probably what when flight test announced that they were going. So this is probably early January. 
So at the time I was working for Disney and I was thinking to myself, I'm not going to have the weekend off. I don't know if I'm going to have time to do this. Um, but I really hope I get an opportunity to go out and meet the flight test guys because they said they were going to be there on that Saturday. Um, so I, I'm not overly active in the forums. I mean, I've, I've done a couple of posts. I had just recently finished building the uh, mini Mustang that I was working on, um, which was abysmally tail-heavy and did not work at all. Um, so good job, Flight Test, for fixing that. Uh, February rolled around, and I got lucky, and I was like, yes, got the day off. I have the opportunity to go out and maybe meet some people in the community if they are. And uh, I arrived on the scene, and uh, I met a couple of the guys uh, from the community, and they, they seemed exactly the same as they do on the forums, friendly, uh, fun, and uh, great people to hang around with. And uh, of course, I'm wandering around all the different booths, and lo and behold, I'm like, wait a second, the guy over there is wearing a pink flight test shirt, <laughs> and I recognize him too. It's Fred, Fred Provost. So go over. I introduce myself, and you know we 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 end up. I think we ended up talking until the time that the flight test team arrived, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, and they ended up arriving late because of, of course, I four traffic being as terrible as it usually is. Um, and, and that's when I met everybody, and it was no thanks to that conversation, that long conversation that Fred and I had up until the time the flight test team arrived, um, that uh, I became involved with our group of guys, and that's that's how I ended up meeting uh, Matt, and, uh, sorry, Patrick, and um, and you as well, Mike. Uh, who me? What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's well, how uh, we've we've that's never how that all happened. We've never met face to face, but no, no, no. Well, we have on, but we've Skype met camera chat, virtually, but, but not we have in not person. met in not yet. Flight uh, Fest yes, yes. sixteen will. will be the first yeah. time that we so, so meet I'm, I'm as a group. Making point here. I've met Joel in person. I met Mike and Patrick in person. And even though you guys haven't met each other in person. Correct. So you are that that connecting, yes, connecting piece of the jigsaw. You yep. are the thread that holds us all together. That's so right. in, in all in all actual reality, Fred, you are the reason the flight test community cast even exists. So no thanks to you. We're all sitting here talking oh, so I get around. Th thanks. This. Oh yeah, you get blame. No, absolutely you right. You can't give him too much credit. He's going to get a big head, and he's going to no, go around telling people we like him. It's it's not credit. It's blame. There is a yes, difference. blame. I agree. It's true. I would agree with the blame. <laughs> so if anybody has any problems with anything that we do, it's Fred's fault. Agreed. <laughs> All Fred. those in favor in blaming and, Fred and, and for again, everything. To get out say, of the plane, I, I'll have to give you guys the link to the uh, Stone Blue video where they they the five dollars for everything. Uh, oh, I have that, it. That I, I will be Matt, definitely sure. Matt and Jeremiah, the, the guys that run Stone Blue, and, and Matt is the guy that does a lot of video work and he's he's just got a sense of humor that matches mine for well in fact we belong pretty great at the event and uh so yeah he, he's like hey i got this idea and he doesn't invite me over he picks a random stranger to to be my counterpart in the uh in the video so uh yeah it's just i, I won't ruin it you got to watch it it's it's quite amusing i i laughed at it quite a bit after seeing it yeah, yes i yes, have not I seen that so i definitely want to see that Oh, don't worry. I, I have it. I will share it right after the uh, right after the show today, guys. So yeah. you get a chance to preview. Hey, I everyone have, else. 
I worked the $5 angle when I was uh, contacting about the uh, 900 megahertz uh, cloverleaf antennas, and, and, and I actually got a decent deal out of them. I won't say it was $5, but they hooked me up pretty good. Yeah, yeah they're, they're great, the Stumbler guys. Yeah, they really are. Uh, Matt and I got along really well because he's a big anglophile. So him and I connected on Doctor Who and Top Gear. In fact, we were talking about Top Gear a good amount because I think it was at that point in time that uh, Jeremy uh, Clarkson had had his little uh, scuffle with his yeah. producer. Oh. Yeah, and they were, they were trying to sell me that. on Top Gear. Matt was trying to sell me on it. It just never took. Oh, come on, Fred. Fred's more of a Finding Bigfoot kind of guy. <sighs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. my show. Yes, the skunk ape in Florida. Yep. So it, so transitioning over a little bit. So you, Fred, you have your own YouTube channel that you put content out on. So what what, what I, I, kind yeah, of things do you like to do for recreational activities? Um, oh, lately it seems like work and more work. Um, the uh, I, I mean, obviously I like the RC stuff. Uh, do that quite a bit. Uh, today, my wife and I just went out for a nice little Sunday drive, traveling around the country and, and looking at things. Um, you know, I got into the hobby through two things, love of aviation, and then also I, I liked aerial, I liked photography, and aerial photography just really appealed to me, and I, I got into that uh, quite a bit when I first started. Um, and uh, one of the things I, I haven't done in a while, but I, I used to be real active in, was scuba diving. In fact, uh, where I am now is right in the center of a lot of the, the Florida Springs. And uh, so I'm going to get my, my dive gear checked out and get my tanks, you know, recertified and, and you know, start the springs around here again. Excellent. Yeah, well, please keep, keep up to date with all the content. Um, what, what's been going on with your paragliding stuff as well? Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, uh, I was getting some, you know, guidance from a, a friend of mine that uh, had done instruction in the past but wasn't currently doing uh, you know actual uh paramotor instruction and uh but just the just the time didn't line up where we kind of be out there at the same time together uh so i think what's going to end up happening is i'm going to save up some money and go and just take the week-long course that they do uh and just get the the full you know the full uh immersion into it that'd be great very cool so you'll be uh up in the skies yourself in no time I, I'm not going to say no time. Hopefully, I'll be able to get you know up with one of these groups in the spring because uh, you know it's it's starting to get cold, cold for Florida, but cold. Uh, so yeah, wait, wait, wait. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, exactly. uh, hey, 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 Fred. Remember, you and I are the most hated people in this room right now. Well, that's that's of, fine. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> he's used to it. Now, oh, I, I did. Fred's used to it. I did. I did used to live in Massachusetts, so I remember snow and cold, and that's why I love being in Florida. I, Agreed. I would, uh, I coming from the UK. Understand it's so that. frustrating. I will say, this year has been just, just the worst year. Because every time I want to gloat about the weather, it's been nice up north, too. So, it's just... I oh, know! It's been awesome. you know, Except Ryan, I, was, Ryan was about ready to kill me earlier today because of a comment that I made about complaining about how cold it was being 59 degrees, so... <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we hit we hit freezing temperatures over the last two nights. You know, right around thirty two degrees. So, um, but yeah, the, the, that's 
yeah, we, as I said, it's kind of fun being in Florida and being able to tease everybody uh, about that. It, it's always fun. Um, so what are your, what are your, what, what's going on with Fred in 2016? What, what's, uh, what things can we look forward to seeing from you? Well, one of the things I, I've been doing is, uh, I've been helping out the, uh, flight test guys have been trying to do some more, um, customer support online. Uh, so I've been doing some of the live chat support in the evenings, which I didn't do tonight because, well, we're recording and, uh, also been doing some of the email answering. And I've been noticing there's a lot of repeat questions on on uh, certain topics, things you know, you know, setting up certain things. So I'm hoping to try to maybe get some uh, little how-to, quick little snippet videos. Uh, you'd mentioned my YouTube channel earlier. I'm going to try to add some more of the stuff like that to to my YouTube. Uh, the new job is going to be kind of time-consuming. I went from a place where there was you know several people, and I was just one of the guys on the team, to a, a new location where I've, I'm actually in charge of the location. Uh, so that's going to end up being time consuming to the point that I'm, I'm wondering if I'm going to get up to flight tests this year. Uh, uh so yeah, that's, that's that. now, yeah, certainly I, I we'll, tell the guys we'll last year right. that, um, you know, I wanted to give someone else a chance to, to have all the glory of doing the volunteer coordinating. So, uh, put together a little, uh, volunteer handbook, uh, volunteer coordinator handbook so that, you know, the next person has a, you know, kind of a guidance as to what I did so they can. You know, say that was all wrong. We're going to do it different. Uh, but um, so the uh, flying, I want to get more flying in. Uh, like I said, I've got the uh, bigger workspace at the house now where some of my old glow planes I wanted to convert to electric. I'm actually going to be able to get the time to and the space to do that. And it's just a matter of finding a flying field large enough I can do that at. Uh, that actually has been done. There's this really great place up in. Uh, in uh, Georgia, uh, called the farm, uh, went there uh, for Halloween over the Halloween week. Oh yes, I remember the you had sent me the invite for that particular event. Super great group of guys. It's a it's a it's this guy's private property. There's no it's not an AMA field, so anybody's welcome to come and go and, and fly. Uh, it's about an hour or so drive for me here to that field, but uh, I think I'm gonna. You know, make a few trips up there this year and, and hang out with those guys. They're all flight test supporters. They're real excited. In fact, they uh, they do a fun fun uh, uh, pylon race with forty size glow um, ugly sticks. And uh, they uh, they've recently discovered the uh, the bloody barons and the bloody wonders. And I think they're going to start doing those pylon races with that instead. Uh, now uh, the carnage. You better, was, be you better tell me. You, I was going to say you better tell me when one of those is happening because I'm going to have a bloody ripper ready to go for it. Yeah, and, and the guys. I mean, just the, I mean, they're tearing up these these big balls of planes and just laughing about it the whole time. They go into this big bonfire pile after they pull the electronics out of it, and and uh, you know the the <laughs> monocoque has kind of interesting smell, but the balsa burns nice. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, that's great! Yeah, I'm gonna have to join you up at uh, at the farm at some point because uh, uh, yeah, I think we've only seen each other a total of once since uh, since meeting, and uh, we'll definitely have to do that again. Especially if uh, if you're unable to attend Flight Fest, we'll definitely have to do some stuff in the area. Um, there's a couple of local fields up in the Leesburg area that uh, my father-in-law let me know about, so I'll probably do some flying up there. 
uh, in the not too distant future. And uh, I, d I definitely want to try and see if there's anything a bit closer to like the Gainesville area because that's well, pretty close to middle ground. That that actually probably be a pretty good aspect. I mean, a new feature on your show is if you did a flying field shout out. Yeah, no, absolutely. So if anyone knows, uh, if if anyone knows of a good flying field in in the Gainesville-ish area, Fred and I would love to hear it. Uh, now, I, <laughs> I, you know where Lake City is? Yes. Uh, great group of guys. They got a. Uh, it is an AMA field, but they've got the uh, Lake City Flyers, uh, and super welcoming, real real friendly bunch of guys, uh, and a nice little field, real pretty little field, uh, just outside of Lake City. Okay. Good deal. I will find their website and I will post the link to the show. So, good to go. Fantastic. Anyone else got any questions or anything for Fred? Well, just... Uh, um, uh, uh oh, there's Pat. Um, so, do we uh, want to tell the, 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 do we tell, uh, the story of why Fred is considered to be on your bad list, Pat? <coughs> yeah, uh, sure. Oh, hey, oh, oh, Without hang on. So, anyways, on once upon a time, so <laughs> I, 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 I love here. the idea of Bigfoot. I don't necessarily believe yes. in it. I, I think that if there was a Bigfoot, it would have been hit by a car by now. <laughs> but the uh, you know, oh. I do like uh, I like shows about it, and finding Bigfoot is not one of them. And uh, <laughs> well, that that show so, is just. just so bad it's almost it's almost like mystery science theater 3000 except they actually take themselves seriously well they try to anyway so so i don't I, I guess i have to blame fred but this really sounds like something i'd come up with so so the whole thing was fred and i would get on facebook chat on sunday nights at what was it 10 o'clock when that stupid thing Maybe came your on time. i thought it was like eight or nine my time but i'm on central time. well okay Okay, so it was 10 o'clock my time. 9 or 10 o'clock, okay. Too late for this nonsense to go down that, that I blame Fred On for. a Sunday night. So, on a sun, oh, on a Sunday night, yeah. yeah. So uh, the idea was that every time someone on the Finding Bigfoot team proclaimed something as though they were Jane Goodall who had been studying apes in the rainforest, you know, uh, saying something – completely ridiculous as factual you you had to drink uh, milk of course um, an adult beverage an adult, an adult beverage. beverage you can imagine that the game requires imbibing every at least 30 seconds or so because this show is so ridiculous um, so yeah, they go I had out, a, go out and, and they would hear a sound and, well that's a Bigfoot or there'll yeah, right. be uh, some sticks piled up in the woods. Well, that's an obvious sign that Bigfoot's been here because that's what Bigfoots do. Yeah, uh, that's a Bigfoot right there. Oh, yeah, Bigfoot's oh wait. Sticks like There's a smear so, you know, on you, somebody's you would... patio door. That's a Bigfoot print. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then and isn't, it, isn't, isn't one of the hosts of the show like the same guy as like from the Alien, uh, Alien show? No. Uh, Ancient Aliens or is that a different, different one? Different, different. Because they're... Nope. There, there's been a there's been a Bigfoot show with him being like the 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 main guy, which was he, he might come in and say that Bigfoot was from you know outer space. I'm pretty Aliens sure guys. one of them is in fact a Bigfoot, but I'm not sure which one of them it is. Bobo, it, it's either Lady yeah, Bobo. or Bobo. Yeah. 
Um, so anyway, this how long did this go on, Fred? Uh, like a season. And a half, maybe a season, maybe a little bit more than a season. So it, it was just, as we, you can imagine, I had a couple of Mondays that were less than pleasant from this. Yeah, we, we'd actually get on. And, I'm living and, up to the rules of the game. Well, I was going to comment on our, our commentary on the Facebook page for Finding Bigfoot until we're, you know, I think we're moved from there. Uh, well, I got kicked off somehow. <laughs> I blame you. Yeah, yeah. That was my fault. Yeah, but uh, well, anyway. I wish I knew I had got kicked off. What did I do? What, did I, what I have still to this day have no idea why they booted me off that page. Anyway, so come to find out after, I don't know, uh, you know, like a season and maybe even a little bit more than that of, of this nonsense going on that at 43, 44, I should have known better. Here to come out, come find out. Fred does not drink okay. adult beverages. Well, not, not, not adult beverages. Yeah. I, I probably have yeah, so this is why, or chocolate milk or something. This is why Fred is an a-hole. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> got I, so I dang good. You know, you know that's, that's the funny thing is Fred's really not an a-hole. You were just gullible. Yes, he is. Yes, <laughs> I have to agree. I have to agree with Mike on that. Oh, wait a Mike, you're Patrick. Irish. Yeah. If somebody came up to you and said, okay, here's what we're going to do. Here's this game we're going to play. And and you would not stand down, would you? No, you would man well, up and do what you had to do. Once I would stand up and be a man. The second time I'd go, no, I don't think so. I'm I'm, I'm old <laughs> enough to know better. <laughs> I would say I don't understand why I'm putting myself into a I had not on, on a Sunday for a Monday morning. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Now, if uh, it, if it was a funny. Saturday night, it'd be a whole different story. But being on a Sunday night, knowing what I have to get up and deal with. Which Pat, come on, you're dealing with the same thing I am. Um, you have a bunch of ninth graders, and I work with oh, a bunch God. of. Uh, I, I I don't even think they're ninth graders, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you would think. And I'll say it, and I hope every one of them is listening to this. Hangover effect that in all this time I had never once complained of a hangover the following day. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm not that yeah, bright again. Yeah, yeah, and, you got to remember he's, he is Irish as well. And the whole time he's he's complaining about it, I thought he was pulling my leg. I thought he knew that there wasn't actually any drinking. It would be ridiculous. You'd you you have to drink yourself into an alcoholic coma to be able to keep up with that show with the rules we had in place. <laughs> well, we won't right? talk about an alcoholic coma today either. So we'll just leave. <laughs> no, it. no, I agree. <laughs> and for those of you, and for those of you who are wondering what we're referencing. Uh, there was a portion of the show that we had to edit due to something that occurred, and it is involving our good friend Patrick. And, and that's so, all we'll say. Really mysterious. And that's all we'll go with that, and that's all we'll say. And we just we we love you, Pat, and thank you for being such a good friend and allowing us to humiliate the heck out of you. Um, well, from, to himself, on a personal just, level, we're just pointing it out. Well, to be honest yes. with you, I. I there aren't many people in this world that I would allow to do that, but but you guys, I I, what am I going to say? You guys are awesome, so feel free to <laughs> pick on me because I darn sure deserve it. <laughs> well, I guarantee uh, if it would have been one of us. You'd have been all over us, Pat. 
Oh, oh my yeah. goodness, yes. Oh, much worse than we absolutely. already used, trust me. Uh-huh. Yeah. uh-huh. Oh, I, I'm sure of it. I'm absolutely sure of it. So, uh, Fred, where can people find you on uh, on the forums? Well, obviously, I'm on the flight test forums. Um, I, I, I have an account with Darcy Groups and Wattflyer, but I, I'm not terribly active with them. Uh, most evenings, if you go onto the store wait, wait. and you pull up the uh, live chat, you can, you know, say hi to me there uh chances are if you've got a customer support issue you're you're sending an email in um it's probably going to be either me or, or josh's wife jen that's answering that they uh she is an amazing workhorse on that she not only she take care of the stuff at the store all day but you know she's knocking out emails in the afternoon and the evening uh, and these guys are they're 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 doing a lot of business but it's still very much kind of a a family group that's still doing they're trying to expand and they're they're, they're uh expanding their their uh, manufacturing because the uh, the fans are just you know that that interest in supporting the show and and that interest in purchasing the products that uh, you know they're 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 you know almost growing too fast that uh, they they uh, <laughs> it's just been real popular. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I did um, not know that Jen was doing that. So man. Oh yeah. What yeah, a Jen. Thanks. What a, a worker she wife. is. She's. You mentioned Wattflyer, Fred. Uh, Fred, did you know Fred was like put in isolated confinement in on wet flyer. He was quarantined. What? He was oh, quarantined. Okay. So, so they say, say some of the, the most problematic, you know, the troublesome people, the best ones to put in positions of authority. Cause well, they've done all the bad stuff. Uh, I, I think that kind of helped me with the, uh, you know, running the, the flight test forum moderation side of things. Uh, once upon a time, I was a, a very, very, very prolific member over on a, a website called What Flyer. Uh, it's another it's forum. A fantastic website, by the way. It, it is. It, it's a great and uh, good mm-hmm. folks over there. Um, I was I was somewhat young and stupid. You know, I mean, you're talking almost ten years ago, uh, and so I was very excited. That it was a great group of guys that I, I'd go in there and would just joke around. I mean, if you if you ever meet Bub Steve, uh, Steve uh, is just a hoot to talk Super. to and. And uh, you know, there was, there was a there was this core group of guys that and and uh, we talked about a little bit of everything, not necessarily just the airplane stuff. And it it rubbed some of the uh, older timers the wrong way, I think. And uh, well, they got enough complaints to the moderator about me and and some of the others. They actually said anything that had the word monkey in it was getting put off into this locked section of the forum. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's still there. It's in the, uh, it's in the off topic archives. The, anything flying monkey related is all tucked away and swept under the rug. So he was so bad that any word with anything that had the word monkey in it was quarantined. Yeah, I, it, it wasn't bad. I, I just, you know, was distracting. I'm <laughs> embellishing. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting back at you for my hangovers on Monday morning. Yeah, well, oh, that's funny. Your own doing. Uh, so yes, yeah, um, but I mean, it, it it was. I mean, the Wattflyer was the premier place to go for you know talking about electronic flight. You know, and and now it's you know, it, it the glow stuff is almost uh, is almost something that you have to find a special place to talk about because the battery powered stuff's taken over. Right. This yeah, there's still some true. great people on there, and every now and there, then I go back just to see, because there's some people on there with some incredible build talents, and it's fun to go back and, after a while, see what has gone on. So, I mean, I, I got nothing bad to say about Wattflyer. They're a fantastic group. 
Oh yeah, that's all I have. That. Yeah, I, I'm a member of Walt Flyer as well. I have to agree with that. Cool. So, uh, Fred, you were saying you you're on the uh, all the forums. Oh yeah. Uh, can people hit Can people hit you up on Facebook? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure how you find me other than probably through the, uh, you, know, you know, I'm sure you can find me as a as a member of the uh, community cast on the Facebook page there. Uh, FredProvost at gmail dot com is my email. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, you can find me through there and say hi. Very cool. Hey, cool. Pat, what? how can people find you? <clears throat> well, they can go on to Flight Test, and on the forum, I'm known as Ursiteach. Uh, they can find me on Facebook at Patrick Sean Murphy. They can find me on the FT Comcast page uh, on Facebook. Community cost, you mean? I, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, you got um, to Comcast it, is a cable company. Yeah, we don't want to have any affiliation with Comcast. Yeah. Let's, no, they, let's they get enough of my right money now. as it is. Uh, okay, <laughs> FT Community Cast, sorry. Um, but if you shorten it from Community Podcast, the, it, Comcast kind of works, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> they can find me on Instagram, but I won't find them because I never look at it. And I think there's like one or two other sites that somehow I was on but never look at. So Facebook me, uh, hit me up on the flight test forums, and that's that's it. Mikey? Yeah, well, everybody can find me on the uh, uh, the forums as the magic one. It's T-H-E-M-A-J-I-K and the number one. Um, they can find me, of course, on the uh, FT Community Cast Facebook page. They can also find me on Facebook, just my personal Facebook, as Michael Finley, F-I-N-L-E-Y. Um, and they can email me at themagicone at gmail.com. And I'm on Twitter. Uh, don't do a lot there. Instagram, all that. But I don't do much there. So, um, But yeah, hit me up anytime. Be more than happy to do what I can to help. Awesome. And, uh, of course, you can all find me same way, Joel Cannon on Facebook. Uh, on Twitter, I go by jcannon614, same as on the flight test forums. On most other forums, you can find me as fly underscore J-A-C-R-C. Uh, on the Instagram, you can find me uh, the same way, jcannon614. Um, we're going to... I try to do some Periscope stuff through that channel as well, or my uh, other Twitter handle is fly underscore J-A-C-R-C. Uh, you can follow the uh, podcast through their Facebook page at the Flight Test Community Podcast. We do post in the Flight Test uh, fans group uh, very often and in the main Flight Test page, so you can find us through both of those areas. On Instagram and Twitter by FTCCRC. And, uh, yeah, we're very active in all of those areas, especially Facebook. Patrick loves to post. So. All right. <laughs> I, I, I do have to throw out one shout-out I forgot to do is the uh, the flight test article section. I've been helping out with the editing on that. Um, if you've got something that's a little bit more involved than a uh, than a, a forum post, if you've got some instructional or, or you know, a detailed review, um, Submit it as an article. It's it's we are a little bit more strict on on what we allow to be posted over there. It is like an article you'd find in a printed magazine. Uh, so make sure to try to you know write it with that in mind. 
but uh, the articles is is a is a you know neat section of the uh, the Fort flight test site that you know it, it doesn't get as much use as it probably should. Yep, Excellent. very true. And, and, of course and you can... hang on a minute, Joel. Go on, One thing I, I did want to say. I, I... Um, Go for it. No. Is uh, Flynn uh, Kevin Teschner actually uh, did that uh, the vegan landing gear a while back? Well, his article on how to do that is on the article section right now. Yeah, so yeah, I, there was I a few people that asked. Uh, it's all right, bud. I'm I'm sure he's fine. Now it's on there. It's actually uh, right at the top of the page at the moment. So everybody, go out there and take a look at that. Give oh, uh, uh Kevin a uh, a thumbs up. You know all that stuff. So yeah. Um. And and I know we've had requests, uh, a couple of requests, where people ask us to talk more about articles that we read and we see on the forums and yeah. Uh, there's been so much to talk about recently uh, that that it's hard to get to that. Um, unless we want to turn this into a three-hour thing. Um, but just to real quickly shout out, there, there's this 42-inch zero build uh, article, and it's also a post on the forum that is just really uh, – this guy's – I don't know his name. I don't know much about it, but I read through the thread. I read the article, and it's really cool. So so look for something about a 42-inch yes. uh, zero because it's a really great article. Is what? Is that flying penguin? I don't know. Hang on a sec. Oh, we're not supposed to do this, but I'm going to look something up on the internet. Yeah, well, flying penguin has been a, a regular um, poster over there on the article section. He's he's a really good author, and uh, you know, I mean we have a host there. Went something. A fantastic <laughs> job. Um, no, mm -hmm. no. The uh, let's see. This is uh, the mini A6M zero is not. Flying Penguin, uh, if that's the one you're talking no, about. No, it's called. It's a guy called Local Fiend. Yeah. Local Fiend. Okay. But uh, okay. yeah, it's, well, I'll definitely take a look at that. It's great. It. To, you know, the guys that take the stuff just one step beyond it, and you know, it's uh, good to see the work that they're doing out there. Absolutely. I love seeing all the good stuff that's coming through there because there's always good stuff coming through. Exactly. And of course, our show notes can be found through the same channel on the article section. We uh, we go up at the same time that the show goes live every Thursday now. You can find us Thursday nights now instead of the Wednesday releases. Uh, so that uh, that's us going out every Thursday. So this one actually goes out Christmas Eve. That's pretty exciting. Oh, that is exciting. So uh, exciting. everyone... For everyone celebrating Christmas, Merry Christmas, or as we say in the UK, Happy Christmas. Mm -hmm. But you're in America Same now. Happy Christmas, so. everybody. Yeah, well, <laughs> 10 years of being out here, that's what happens, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hopefully everyone's elves have been uh, behaving, and uh, I think that was Pat who just accidentally dropped out there. Um, but Pat, I'm sure, says uh, farewell and Merry Christmas, everybody. Mm -hmm. And I will say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone because we won't talk to them before the New Year. So I do want to say both. And I do yep, want to say, Fred, true. thank you very much for coming on. We really appreciate you you know, taking time out of your schedule because we know how busy you are. Uh, matter of fact, you've kind of done the uh, podcast circuit this week, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been uh, running around with all the flight test uh, podcasts there. Yeah. So. Excellent. Even, yeah, uh, well, uh, 
Even on no, the, we were laughing uh, because cast a little bit, or no, no, I, I haven't been on there. No, no. maybe they talk. maybe maybe they should have you on there. <laughs> maybe we need to talk to old Crash himself and get you on there as well. So <laughs> just make the complete circuit. <laughs> yeah, great. Mike is awesome. I, I got to meet him at SAP a few years, and uh, what what a what a intimidatingly large but super nice guy. Yes. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Awesome. I, and likewise, Fred, I, I also agree with the sentiment of, uh, of Mike. Uh, you, you've been a great, great asset to our team at the Flight Test Community Cast, and thank you for allowing us to get this crazy boat off of the ground, um, because literally without all of your assistance and guidance, we, we wouldn't have a show. So thank exactly. you for all of everything that you do, and thank you for being supportive to everyone in the community. I think on behalf of everyone in the community, I have I can say a big thank you for everything that you do. It's always a pleasure speaking with you, sir. Well, well thanks, guys. And I, I'll definitely yeah, look absolutely. forward to uh, doing some stuff with you in the new year. So Excellent. Okay. Excellent. Well, everyone, as everyone said, have a wonderful Christmas, New Year's, all that good stuff. And to all, a good night.